Welcome to this third episode of 4125, The People of Holy Cross. My name is Pastor Jeffrey Mines, and I'm one of the pastors here at Holy Cross. And the purpose behind this podcast is so that the people of Holy Cross Lutheran Church can get to know one another better. Uh, We're a large congregation. We have well over a thousand members who worship here. And it's really hard to build a community when you've got that many people. And so this podcast, I hope, will give an opportunity to the people of Holy Cross to, to learn about one another and, and to, to see beyond what they see on Sunday mornings. Uh, it's common knowledge that I'm adopted. I think everyone at Holy Cross knows that that I'm adopted. I was an adopted at a very, very young age. I've always thought it was really cool to be adopted. And while no two adoption stories are the same, I do know what it's like to be adopted. I've experienced that in my life. But what I don't know is what it's like to adopt a child. And I don't know what it's like to adopt a child from a foreign country. And so for that reason, I've invited my friend Becky Meyer to spend some time with us today and tell us the story about when she and her husband David adopted Levi. I am here with my friend Becky Meyer, and she has an adoption story that I want you to hear. And so, Becky, would you tell us the story leading up to your son's adoption? Sure. Uh, We started the adoption process, well, we've had Levi for almost a year, so about four years before that, we started the process with doing our home study and our application and doing our dossier that got sent to Bulgaria. And then we just had to wait. Uh, We had to update the home study occasionally, but it was a long wait in Bulgaria to get a referral. So almost three years from when our dossier was registered, we were asked to consider um, applying for two kids who were considered waiting children. So it was a brother and a sister, four-year-old twins, and they didn't really have major medical needs. So we had to decide if we were interested in this and then look at our requirements that we had set up and modify them if needed. And so these kids were kind of exactly what we thought we wanted, the right age, Annabelle, my daughter, and I were super excited that we would get one boy and one girl, which would match the one boy and one girl we currently had of bio kids. Um, We were excited that they weren't going to have really medical needs that we were going to have to deal with. And we thought, this is exactly perfect for us. So they were actually born prematurely. And on our requirements, we had limited the number of weeks premature that we would accept. And so we had to modify our um, special needs list that we had on file with the Ministry of Justice. And so we sent all this information in uh, about a year ago, last January, early February. And then we had to wait and find out if we were going to get this referral. And it turned out that we did not get that referral. But at the same meeting of the Ministry of Justice, we were given the referral for our son. And 
we would not have gotten that referral if we had not modified our requirements because he was also born prematurely beyond what we had originally said we would accept. And so then it was a little bit of this, oh, but I thought I thought we were getting exactly what we wanted. And so there was a little bit of grieving of this loss of what we thought we wanted. And then we moved on to then uh, looking at this child's file and saying, okay, so are we going to accept this referral? And it's a whole big process. You have to have international adoption pediatricians review the file. And we knew that he had a disease called Hirschsprung's, but he had had two surgeries in country for it. And typically, when the condition is dealt with through surgeries, you don't have a lot of lifelong impacts from that. Um, and he, I said, was born prematurely, so there was that. Um, there really wasn't too many red flags or anything of this being beyond what we thought as a family we were prepared to deal with. And we, so we accepted his referral and how then it works is you go on a first trip to country and we went and met him at the end of March last year and we got to spend about four partial days with him. We got to go in and see him a little bit in the morning and then come back and see him a little bit in the evening. And we just absolutely fell in love with him. He was the sweetest little boy, very um, animated, very loving, uh, very fun to be around, um, just super, super sweet, um, very healthy, was running around, kicking balls, playing soccer, um, just had tons and tons of energy, ate amazingly well. We watched him eat a whole bunch while we were there, and he just scarfed down all of his little food. And so then we came home. How it works with Bulgaria is you go on a first visit. There are social workers there to watch how you interact with the child so that they can take that information to the court. And the court has to approve you for that adoption. And so we came home and waited and waited, and we didn't hear anything about a court date. And I was bugging our agency about it, and all of a sudden they were like, oh, yeah, you've got court in, like, two dates. <laughs> and so we found out then that we passed court, and things were kind of fast. So typically in Bulgaria, there's at least four months between when you go on trip one and trip two to have anything shorter than that is pretty rare can can i ask you a question about that huh? so you've met levi now at this point you're falling in love with him but you're here in the states how difficult was it to know that your son was in a different country from you oh very difficult like i was definitely having to hold it together as I put him back into his crib and we had to walk out of there uh, knowing that we would not get to see him for, we didn't know how long we expected it to be longer than what it turned out to be. And it was very challenging to have to leave. And that's what everyone on the Bulgaria Facebook group talks about is that is the hardest part of the process is having to leave and then go back later to get your child. Um, because things happened during that time. We didn't know this until later, but he had a surgery. <laughs> well, we, like two days after he officially became our child passing court on May 20th, on May 22nd, he had a surgery that we didn't even know he had. And so things like that, if his life is going on and you're missing time with him, you don't want to lose any of that time. 
it was definitely challenging. So you come to the States with your son, Levi, and, and I think everyone in the church was so excited about that, but you weren't home for very long before you, you and Levi ended back into the hospital. Yeah, so we were in the hospital for about three weeks in Bulgaria, so the pickup trip is supposed to be a two-week-long trip, and we ended up being in the hospital with him for three weeks, and so it was a four-week-long trip for pickup. And then a day and a half after we got back, we got back on Saturday, and Monday at noon, we checked him into the hospital here in Colorado Springs. Um, so he has um, Hirschsprungs, and he was having enterocolitis, which means an infection in his intestines due to his condition. And he had lost a ton of weight. So he was down to just about 12 pounds when we brought him home at three years old. And so the major concern when we got him into the hospital was trying to get his weight up and get him healthy enough to withstand future surgery. But he's doing well now, is that correct? He is, yes. He had a couple surgeries this last fall, and now he um, is still on a feeding tube um, and has a stoma, and we are hoping that we will be eventually able to get rid of the feeding tube. Um, but he is out there playing and swinging and jumping on the trampoline and having tons of fun with his brother and sister and, yeah, doing, doing pretty good. Becky, it is an amazing story that you and David have been a part of. And uh, let me pray for you and for your entire family. Uh, dear God, thank you so much for the Meyer family and for the seed that you planted in Becky and David's heart uh, to adopt. And we want to thank you for the gift of Levi. What a joy that little boy is to not only his family, but to this congregation as well. We pray that you would continue to be with Levi and protect him in the days, weeks, and months to come. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Becky, we had talked one other time about what it was like to to know that you had a son somewhere else. And, and I asked you the question, being adopted myself, was there ever concern if you were really going to be able to love this kid as your very own? Do you remember the answer you gave me? Well, thankfully, I had the experience of having two children already. And knew that it actually took me a little while to feel that lovey-dovey feeling for those two after they were born. It takes a little bit of building relationship, but having gone through that with Annabelle and Landon, I knew that that would be the same for Levi, that it would take a little bit of building relationship, but that he would be my son and that I would love him, and that it turns out all of this medical stuff that we had to go through and the intense periods of being in the hospital actually sped up that process for me of feeling extremely connected to him because we were all he had and we had to advocate for him and we had to make sure that we were there for him and showing him all the love and affection we could because we knew it was scary for him to be in the hospital with two strangers. Well, Becky, again, I want to thank you so much for spending this time with me today and for sharing your story with our congregation. My pleasure. Goodbye, Becky. Bye.
When I think about Dave and Becky Meyer, I think of them as heroes. I believe that they went to a foreign country and they saved their son from a very difficult situation. They brought him to the United States so that he could live in a loving family and that he could be brought to Holy Cross Lutheran Church where here in this place, Levi would learn the name of Jesus Christ, his Savior from sin. And in doing those things, I I think of Dave and Becky Meyer as heroes. I, I think of all adopted parents like that, that they've reached outside of their own home and brought a child into that home to show them their love and the love of Jesus. I think of them as heroes. Do you remember that one moment when Becky was describing those two children, the twins, the four year old twins that she thought were a perfect match for her family? But I knew the end of the story. I knew they adopted Levi. And so I began to wonder, was God calling them to be Levi's parents? Was God divinely calling them to Levi? And so I asked Becky about that calling. Here's her answer. So, Becky, would you say that you and David felt called to adopting? Yeah, we definitely knew that God wanted us to adopt. There was no doubt in our mind. But that doesn't mean that we were 100% gung-ho all the time. (laughs) We definitely followed God's call, but we were like, Oh, God, can you make this kind of easy on us? We like our easy life. We don't want to have any hard hard situations come out of this. We're comfortable. Let's stay comfortable. And God said, let's stretch a little bit. Let's let's do something out of your comfort zone. Um, Because this has been a very hard year for us, for our whole family, for our kids, and for us and, and our extended family. It's all been a struggle, but God has been there with us and helped us through every bit of it, and he's revealed to us but there are a ton of people out there. All you have to do is go up to Denver Children's Hospital to see how many people are going through hard things. And you can go through hard things because God is there to walk with you through them. So sometimes you just need to follow his call even when you're like, oh, I'm not sure about this. Just follow it because he'll be there with you. I thought Becky's answer was really interesting. She knew that God was calling her family to adopt, but she wanted an easy adoption. And yet God, in his perfect will, allowed them to adopt Levi, and it hasn't been easy. It has been difficult. And so, Holy Cross, what is God calling you to? You've probably been asking God for an easy call, something that fits inside of your comfort zone. But Becky said that if God is calling you to something, we should be obedient. We should follow the calling that God has for us, even if it's difficult. So what is God calling you to, the people of Holy Cross Lutheran Church? Is it difficult? Probably. Will he be with you? Just ask Becky. The answer is absolutely. 
Thank you again for joining me for this episode of 4125, The People of Holy Cross Lutheran Church. I look forward to seeing you again. God's blessings.